Welcome to the Healthy Family Project by Produce for Kids, covering the hot topics in the world of health, food, and family with a dose of fun. Welcome, everyone. First, I must say the Power Your Lunchbox promise is going strong thanks to all of you. If you haven't visited PowerYourLunchbox.com and made the promise to eat healthier this school year, you need to get over there ASAP. We have about two weeks left to make the promise and make a difference. One of our Power Your Lunchbox friends and supporters, longtime supporters, I might add, is Aggie Goodman of Aggie's Kitchen, who we will be chatting with today. So I've known Aggie for a while now and feel so just really fortunate to have met her years ago at a food conference. You know, just one of those moments where you sit at a table with someone and start a conversation and you know right away that that it's going to go somewhere. And at just from that point on, she has been so supportive of our mission at Produce for Kids to create a healthier generation, is one of our blog contributors. You'll find her recipes throughout our recipe bank on the site. And she's just been a pleasure to work with. And we've been able to learn so much from each other. So with back to school, that also means back to weeknight dinners, and we hope that our conversation with Aggie today can help make that as easy, delicious, and fast, of course, as possible. So Aggie's here today to help us with that. She's the mom of three active kids, um, two of which are are teenagers at this point and a foodie at heart. She grew up in an Italian household, so there was no, was no shortage of homemade sauces and dishes to be enjoyed. It wasn't until she was pregnant with her first child that she discovered her love of cooking, and I'm glad she did. Her fir- focus is on using healthy, fresh, and whole ingredients, and her simple dishes are easy to recreate, even if you're new to cooking. So let's get chatting with Aggie. Hi, Aggie. Welcome to the Healthy Family Project. Hey there. Thanks for having me. We're so excited to talk to you today. So before we dive into all these great quick and easy dinner hacks, can you tell us a little bit about Aggie's Kitchen and what inspired you to create your website? Um, Yes, um, totally. I started Aggie's Kitchen as a blog um, 10 years ago this summer, actually. And it's kind of crazy to me because my kids were, I only had two kids at the time and they were three and one. And so I was like a totally new mom Mm -hmm. and I didn't start the blog um, for any other reason than to just um, have a place to put recipes because I was cooking a lot and um, a lot of my friends who like to cook, we were exchanging a lot of recipes and it was just kind of like a fun new thing to start a blog, which I knew nothing about at the time. But once I started it, I loved it. And it just, um, it kind of just organically grew from there. So, and, you know, once, once I started and met other bloggers, um, it became more of like even an online community. Um, so it started off as kind of a, a place to share with my friends and then totally went off and became this awesome online world. Well, congratulations on 10 years, and I have to say, with other um, other guests who have been on the podcast, we've kind of talked about their inspiration behind their websites or their business, and it's funny because uh, so many say, oh, we, I just really started it as a place to share information back and forth with, you know, other parents, or, you know, I started it as this, this community so that we could interact, and so it's just 
wonderful that, you know, your site and so many other sites have grown from, you know, that I, I read a book called Utility. So I always say it's like you, if you're useful, you know, it, it grows. If you're, if you're, um, inspiration is to be useful and to share information it'll grow into something authentically so congratulations thank you yeah and that's absolutely true because I mean there was no intention behind it other than sharing and you know talking about food so and then you know you just figure out along the way that there's other people out there um that are looking for the same stuff and then you you kind of just you know feed off of each other so it's it's pretty cool Exactly. So let's start off with an easy question. Um, you know, we're in this back to school world right now. And, and of course, we're all cooking dinners over the summer, probably not the same as our weekly um, school night dinner. But um, we are looking to get some inside hacks from you on how to make our weeknights a little easier. So tell us, what are your favorite hacks for saving time in the kitchen? And then I guess if you want to answer both questions at once. Do you opt for pre-cut veggies, salad kits, or keep your pantry stocked with certain staples? What, what are the hacks? What are the secrets? Um, so along the way, I've figured out that um, if I plan ahead, obviously, like everyone else, if you plan ahead, um, things just run a little bit smoother. So what I like to do is um, see what's on sale um, as far as pre-cut veggies, because they are definitely um a time saver no matter what um so if i see some of those bagged veggies the mixed ones the broccoli um you know i i definitely like to pick those up and then kind of plan meals around them like whether it's a stir fry or um throwing it in with pasta and like a protein um so i definitely like am all about the pre-cut veggies i like cutting my own veggies but reality is um I just don't have the time all the time and right. if I can you know if I can get a shortcut that way that there's I have nothing there's no problem with that at all so I definitely try to plan around like sales um salad kits have become my friend lately um you know three out of five of us in our family love to eat salad so it's been fun to to try different salads and to like just add them on as a quick side or to add like protein to it. Um, and then uh, you mentioned pantry and pantry is always a big deal for me too. Cause I have like a, a nice stocked pantry and it's definitely been my saving grace for many, many, many nights. Um, pasta. I always have like, you know, a ton of different kinds of pasta, uh, rice and like couscous and quinoa, like things that, you know, can last for a long time and um like canned tomatoes beans so the, all that kind of stuff definitely um if you need to just throw something together or you know just for a quick meal or add to a meal like all that stuff comes in handy yes i've found over the years i have definitely identified a lot of those staples myself where i'm like all right i know if i have these things in my pantry when the time comes, I can whip something up. <laughs> Pasta, canned tomatoes, and then like a bag of broccoli florets is like my staple pasta. And then you just add like ground turkey or ground beef, you know, just to add to the sauce or chicken. I mean, it's like it doesn't get any easier than that. So Exactly. Um, yeah, it's like a no brain. You, you come up with a, a few no brainers and then you just kind of 
I, I don't know. I like to, my produce kind of like freshens up my meals every week. So based on like what's on sale or what's in season, that's kind of how I change things up. But I feel like the base of my meals that I know my family like wants to eat is usually pretty, you know, pretty much the same. And then you kind of just change it up. Awesome. Well, that's definitely something I know, like I said, with getting him back to school and weeknight activities, a, a stocked pantry and a stocked fridge with those fresh cut or pre-cut veggies ready to go is definitely, definitely key. So, okay. So I have an air fryer now, which has saved me time in my kitchen and I have played around with it over the summer and have really figured out, you know, some go-to recipes that, that I can make quickly once I get home from work and need to get the kids out the door to, to the next thing. So do you have a must-have kitchen appliance when it comes to, um, you know, whipping up a quick meal or for your meal prep? Um, so I'm, I'm really intrigued by the air fryer, so we'll have to talk about that more one day. Yes, I am um, loving mine. Yeah, I'm, I'm so close to getting one. Um, but um, in the meantime, I have my slow cooker. I mean, it's kind of like uh, old school, I guess. But honestly, my, my slow cooker is um, my go-to for, like, cooking meats, Um and that's usually what I use. I mean, I make it, I use it for soups and, and meals, but I find that I will always use it for um, like cooking a lot of shredded chicken or, um, you know, making like a sauce or something or just something that I want to be hands off with. So I love my slow cooker. Um, I also, I'm pretty basic here, but I love having cheap pans and a lot of them um, because like if I'm going to use a sheet pan to roast vegetables, I'll usually like do extra, like I'll, I'll roast like an extra sheet pan of vegetables for like the next day. Or, um, I like to make, um, baked potato. My kids love baked potatoes. And I use this method that I found from, um, a blog called she wears many hats and it's just a quick baked potato, um, recipe, I guess you can call it. And, it just, I'll, I'll usually do two sheet pans and I'll do like one of baked potatoes and one of like roasted sweet potatoes. And I find those are like really nice to have in the fridge because you can heat them up really easily the next right. day. So, yeah. So, I mean, I'm pretty basic, but I would say slow cooker and sheet pans are the way to go. Um, I definitely use those the most every week. And we do have, I know you have several recipes on your site, but over at produceforkids.com, we do have several fun sheet pan, easy sheet pan dinners and, and multiple slow cooker recipes. Cause I know that that's the slow cooker is never going away. Let's just face no. it. <laughs> <laughs> Although I just dropped the, um, ceramic part of mine. So I am currently without a slow cooker. So we'll also have to chat. Um, yeah, because I'm I, I'm in the market. <laughs> well, I found us. I broke my ceramic insert of like my 12 year old crockpot for the you know a while like a couple years ago, and I went and got a new slow cooker that you can actually brown meat on the stove, oh. and then put it into the slow cooker. You know, then put it into the the base. Mm -hmm. And I thought like that was genius because I hate dirtying like up uh, like a skillet to cook meat and then <laughs> put it in or sear something. So, yeah, I'll have to tell you about that one. <laughs> okay. So it's an awesome, yeah. I thought that was like a nice feature. 
that they added on. And we can link up in the show notes. I will add links to your fabulous slow cooker. And I yeah. will also add a link to the air fryer too, because I feel like that always comes up in all of our, in all of the past episodes, something about my air fryer love. So, all right. So how about leftovers? I know, um, in my house, I have people who like leftovers and people who don't like leftovers. So, um, what what do you what rules do you live by for leftovers? Do you have a leftover night or try to repurpose leftovers into new meals? Do you have any tips for reheating leftovers so they don't get dried out or soggy? Um, so I feel like we've I've kind of learned over the years that we're not a leftover loving family because um, I tend to want I'm like constantly like begging everyone to eat the leftovers. So yes. <laughs> Yeah. And I, so I've kind of learned, um, what I would like to have leftovers of is usually like, um, what I'll try to do is like cook extra meat and then, um, like have that leftover intentionally, um, to use it in a different way the next night or two nights later. So if I'm going to like brown up some beef or turkey, I'll try to like make a double batch and then just have that ready. And that'll save me time later on. And that's been the way to go as far as um, leftovers. Um, we like to use, like, if I do a pork tenderloin or something, I like to use, like, the leftover pork tenderloin in a stir, um, in, like, a fried rice, homemade fried rice. My kids okay. love that. So I try to, like, repurpose them. And that's been, I think that works probably best for my family. And then if I have to freeze something, I try to just freeze the protein itself, like the meat or... Um, like the shredded chicken and I'll, I'll usually just put it in a Ziploc bag and, and, you know, make sure I date it and, and write what it is because I've too many times not done that and it just goes to waste. So definitely labeling, um, like the freezer bags is, is pretty key. Even though you think you're not going to forget what it is, <laughs> I always forget what it is. <laughs> yes, so, I agree. Yeah. I just did that. We did we have a new recipe that's going up. It's actually an Instant Pot recipe, which I do not have, but the, our team has one. And so the girls did an Instant Pot alphabet soup for back to school. So keep an eye out for that on the website. But they we we made it at, at my house for a shoot, and um, I froze half of it. So when we got back from vacation this past weekend, I was like rummaging through, like, what can I make? And I pulled it out of the freezer. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, funny. I know, every time. <laughs> and I thought I would remember. I really was thinking, there's no way I'm going to forget what this is. And then I, I dumped it out and I spotted the, the alphabet. And so I said, okay, I know what it is. Like the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So... Well, good tips there. Yeah, I think repurposing with those leftovers is is definitely a good way to go because I know my family is like, um, I know I just ate this yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's nice to have them left over like for lunch, I think sometimes, but I don't really go further than that. <laughs> so and my yeah, and then everybody else doesn't seem so excited. So, it, you know, I, I've kind of learned to just um, strategically plan for the leftovers. Right. Okay. So we're talk we talked a little bit about freezing meals, which I think is an amazing idea. We talked Brenda from Meal Planning Magic, who you know, um, she did episode one, I believe, was uh, meal planning for beginners, and we talked about freezer meals and and how to go about all of that. So 
what are your what is your best advice besides labeling I guess labeling number one um, you can share for freezing or what are some great you know make ahead meals that you like to freeze um, so what I've done before, like if I go to Costco or Sam's, I don't go to Sam's anymore, but like if I go to Costco, um, and I buy mm-hmm. like a big bulk of ground Turkey, um, what I have found when I do this, it works really, really well is I'll cook it all up. And what I'll do is like season half of it for like taco meat and half of it for like, I don't know, like an Italian dish, you know, for meat sauce or something. And I will like portion it into freezer bags so I'll know that I have one pound of you know ground turkey for tacos you know ready to go already cooked and I can just you know grab that bag and pull it out and I'll do the same with chicken so if I want to do like um like a salsa chicken or um I don't know something like Italian or um Asian or something like that if I season it with different seasonings like I will like pre-portion those for like a meal um so that way if I want to make a meat sauce I'll just pull out like the one pound of pre-cooked ground turkey and it'll be I mean it just it just and it defrosts so fast so you can just throw it into the sauce and it'll defrost while it's you know warming up so that has been you know that's kind of like my go-to as far as freezing um and I've frozen also Um, And this is, I guess it's, I guess you can call it like for meal prepping um, or planning ahead. But if I cook a bunch of um, quinoa or brown rice or white rice, any kind of rice, um, I like to, you know, pull, pull that aside too. If I'm not going to use it that same week, um, I'll go ahead and freeze that as well. And that, and that's been really good for reheating. So it just kind of cuts down the time, like as far as getting dinner ready, it cuts down the time. So it's, um, it's not like a full meal, but it's a big piece of the meal. So that's been, that's been helpful. I wish I want to, I am very like eager to learn or try recipes. Um, the ones that are like fully, um, in the marinade with the vegetables and everything and kind of rolled up in a bag and ready to go. Yes. Mm -hmm. When you put them in the slow cooker, um, I'm like, I see those and, and that's just something that I think, um, You know, if you plan ahead and like pull out a few recipes and make them, you know, just put them in the Ziploc bags. I've seen that and and it looks like it would work really well. Yes. Um, I've been seeing we've been seeing those, too. They're like the dump meals or or somewhere like that. (laughs) And um, there's a blogger, Lean Green Bean, um, Lindsay from Lean Green Bean. She's coming out with, I think, an ebook on freezer like. I don't know specifically what it is, but it was along those, it was like, you know, pre-make, pre-make them or pre-prep them and then put them into the crock pot. And, and that's been like, I thought that was kind of a genius thing. And I know that's probably been around for a long time, but it's, um, that's something I've never done, but I, I kind of want to do. Yeah. And I think there's something maybe like mentally, I think for me where, where it's like, oh, I'm just going to throw like all of these things and like kind of, they're all kind of like mushed together. Like, yeah. it's, I think it's, it has taken me a while to think like, okay, then you're, it's really going to work out, you know? Cause I think, dinner. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we'll have to try a couple of those out maybe and, and share with each other. Yes, for sure. And if, and I'll keep an eye out for that ebook from Lindsay too, and we can link up, you know, share that link out for anyone listening who wants to, to learn more about those, um, 
those types of meals. So last question, you know, we're all about getting kids involved in the kitchen. I'm sure they're exhausted from being back to school, but of course we still got to keep them involved. So are there certain tasks? I know your, your kids are various ages, so you probably have some thoughts on this, but are there certain tasks your kids can help out with? And does it really help you save time or are you cleaning up more? (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I have, you know, I have three kids, three different ages and, um, my oldest who's almost 14, which is crazy. He's 13, but, um, he's not that interested in in helping out. I mean, and that's fine with me. So, you know, when he was little, he helped stir and things like that. And, you know, it's more for fun. My daughter who's 11 is like your daughter and she loves being in the kitchen. So, the best thing I did with her is a few years ago, um, before I really wanted her to use like a real knife, I bought these like plastic serrated, um, like, I guess they're kids versions of chef knives. And we can, I, I have them. I have, you have them, them. <laughs> yeah, had them forever. And, and, um, that's what helped her really get started with like cutting stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she's awesome in the kitchen with me. She, she can slice, she'll cut up cucumber she'll cut up strawberry I mean she'll cut up any anything fruits vegetables so she um if I give her like some tasks and say let's you know cut up all the veggies for you know a salad um she 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 can she can do it and so I think it depends on your kid and you know their their willingness to you know and their eagerness to learn and want to be in there my little one you know he gets excited about stirring stuff up and then he leaves and you know (laughs) it is what it is (laughs) so and I don't spend that much time you know encouraging him to do it which is probably you know I probably should but you know my daughter at her age she's definitely um she's definitely in the category of helping um more than you know me having to teach and clean up. So I definitely think those knives were, were a huge, you know, part of that. Like, you know, it, it gave her, you know, the warm up skills to like start learning how to do it. Yes. And we ordered, I ordered those, I want to say right after Christmas this year and both the girls have been, you know, I just always hesitated there. And, and my older daughter's at that age where I'm like, well, she's sort of old enough to have a knife, but she's never really had the instruction, you know, the proper instruction. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they've been awesome. And we can link up. We're going to have lots of links from this from this yeah, episode. No, <laughs> I forgot, yeah, I forgot where I found those knives. and um, But, I mean, I, I must have seen them on a blog. But they, were, they definitely were a game changer because of the same reason. I didn't really want her to use a real knife. But... Um, but she wanted to help. So I had to, it was a good way to compromise that. And, and she's definitely a big help. And sometimes I'll give her, a, I mean, she's a little bit better with knives, but even like a paring knife, she can cut um, cucumbers or strawberries with a small paring knife. Um, and I'm not, I don't feel that nervous about it um, because of, you know, where she's at her age and everything and, you know, more experience with cutting. So yeah, I think you kind of like, build up to that. So, um, so yeah, if you have the right, the, the child with the right personality, I think for it, you can definitely, um, use them to, <laughs> to help. Yes, for sure. And, and I know with my older daughter, it's like, okay, I see this as like, my goal is for her to someday be, you know, on her own. Cooking us dinner. <laughs> yes. Cooking, cooking me dinner. Yes. I like that idea. That is a goal, but just being able like not 
you know, just know, kind of knowing what to do. And I'm not a chef by any stretch of the imagination, but I just feel like if she, you know, if you just kind of feel comfortable in the kitchen, you know, if you're in there and, and doing these things, then it's not going to be so foreign to her whenever someday, a long, long time from now, I hope, um, she's yeah, out on her own. <laughs> no, totally. I think, yeah, I mean, I don't think I was cutting stuff up at this age. I helped my parents in their restaurant um, when I was older, and that was kind of new for me. But I definitely wasn't helping that young. So I think it's it's great. I think if um, if they're into it and they're learning, it, it'll definitely help them later. For sure. Well, thank you so much, Aggie, for being part of the Healthy Family Project, our new endeavor here. We're really excited, and I'm sure this won't be the first time that we're talking to you. Um, all the best of luck with back to school with your your kiddos and getting everybody back on track. I know we're going through those motions over here, so um, yeah. may the force be with you. Um, yes. And then, <laughs> so can you? Before we sign off, can you let listeners know where they can find you on social media and connect with you? Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, thanks for having me, by the way. Um, my blog at uh, web address is www.aggieskitchen.com, and Aggie is A-G-G-I-E-S Kitchen. And pretty much every all my social media is the exact same handle. Um, I'm on all of it, but I like to hang out on Instagram, and that's kind of where I, I just hang out. I, I share a lot more on Instagram, so. All right. Well, wonderful. Thank you so much. Sure. And we'll be sure to link up to your outlets on our show notes and, and really everything that we chatted about. If there's any um, additional information, you can go ahead over there and find everything there. Thank you so much, Aggie. Thanks. Thanks for listening in today. We hope our chat will make your life a little easier. Be sure to head over to PowerYourLunchbox.com to make the promise and check out everything we have going on over there for back to school. If you know a special teacher, let them know that they can also go to PowerYourLunchbox.com to make the promise for their classroom, for their grade level, or even for their school. There are fun prizes like a fish tank ecosystem and classroom mushroom growing kits. That was a tongue twister. As well as free printables for the classroom. And reminder, for every promise made... One dollar goes to Feeding America. One dollar equals 10 meals. So um, the more promises we make, the more we can give back to families in need. You can check out new content on our social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and Instagram, as well as YouTube. And a big, big thank you from the Produce for Kids family for your continued support. Um, we just appreciate the, you know, the stars you're giving us and we see our downloads are up. So that's awesome. We appreciate all of that. We are very grateful for you and grateful that we can have these conversations and hopefully help you in your everyday life. Questions, comments, and episode ideas can be posted on HealthyFamilyProjectPodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe. Talk soon.